Welcome to Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm sorry I missed yesterday's podcast. Uh, Daryl and my husband and I wanted to spend some extended time in prayer and in worship. And uh, I'm glad we did. We felt very refreshed and ministered to by the Lord in taking that time and uh, praying extensively and worshiping. So one of my favorite scriptures that keeps rolling around in my head these days is from Psalm 37, 25. I was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their children begging bread. And it's true. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've seen God come in. It might be the last hour. It might be the last minute of the last hour. But I have seen God come and provide for his people. He takes care of his children. He is faithful to do that. And his word promises that he will always be with us to take care of us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. That we, our names are written on the palms of his hands. I saw it in China when God provided for the underground church that was persecuted and poverty stricken and physically had been beaten. I saw how God would come in and clothe the Chinese people with himself, with his very presence, and also provide all of their financial needs. I saw it when I was standing in line for bread in Moscow after the Soviet Union fell. I was started working there in August of 1991, and there was no food. No food at the grocery stores, no food on the shelves. I would stand in line six hours for a loaf of bread, and usually it was a half a loaf of bread. But the Lord always provided for me. And I was always blessed by strangers, complete strangers, who would come up and hand me a, a couple of yogurts or give me a, a basket of apples from their farm. Or It was amazing to me how God would always provide my need. I lacked no good thing. Oh, I saw that one time when I was in Moscow in that time of great need and no products, no, no produce, nothing was in the grocery stores. And some of my students wanted to come over and I felt like I needed to fix some something to eat. So I threw together whatever I had in my refrigerator and I made kind of a soup. I had 12 young people come to my house and I felt like I needed to feed them. And so I made a big pot of soup and was threw whatever I had in there and some pieces of bread and sliced them as thin as I could. And it was a real-life fish and loaves story. In fact, my little convert, we called her little Olga, and she was my first student to come to Christ there in Moscow. And she and I talked about it just recently, about how amazing it was that we did not know if we were going to be able to feed those 12 students, and we ended up having some left over. And I don't know how. I don't know how. It was just nothing but a little bit of broth and whatever I could find. And we sliced that bread, and oh, the Lord multiplied it, and everybody had plenty to eat. I even found a bag. Thank you, Tanya Rahuba. I even found a bag of candies. And so everybody got something sweet after our, our meal together. The Lord takes care of us. He watches over us. So what do we do in this time of quarantine? Maybe some of you are having to work from home or maybe you're not working at all because you work for a public school. And I don't know if you've heard, but Kansas public schools are shut down. They're done. They're done for the school year. First of all, we need to rest. We need to rest in the arms of our Heavenly Father who is caring and loving and watching over us. He is perfecting the things concerning us. And we also need to use wisdom. I always tell people, how do you stay mentally healthy when you're homebound? Well, start praying for others. 
I make a list. I ask people on Twitter, Facebook, any social media. I look at my neighborhood. I pull out our neighborhood directory and I just start praying for others. Job's troubles turned when he prayed for others, when he prayed for his friends and their problems. So pray for others. I think it's important to read our Bibles. I read my Bible and Daryl reads to me and we read it together and we read it individually. But we've got to get the word in us. We are washing with the word of God. And the Bible gives us such hope and strength. It is actually a spiritual nourishment to make our spirit man strong. Brush your teeth. Take a short walk. You know, you can do 10, 20 minutes outside. Get some fresh air. Make your bed every day. Clean out a closet. Do something productive. Daryl and I decided we're going to paint some of the walls in our house that need some freshening up. Freshening up. And so we're doing a little painting, a little repair. I'm doing some clean out of closets. I don't know, just staying busy and thinking, well, this needs to be done. I've got the time on my hands, so I'll do it. Read scripture aloud to one another because faith comes by hearing. And I pulled out an old hymnal and I sing some of my favorite old neglected hymns. His eyes on the sparrow and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. What beautiful words. His eyes are on the sparrow and I know he watches me. I even pulled out count your blessings. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. All those old hymns are so rich in theology and so rich in truth. So get an old hymnal out and remind yourself of those old songs that you used to love and maybe forgotten about. We had a wonderful extended time yesterday in uh, prayer, and then we decided to praise and worship. I put on some worship music, and Daryl and I shouted and praised, and we sang and lifted our hands to the Lord, because my desire was if anybody walked by our house or drove by our house, I was hoping that they would see the cloud of God, the beautiful presence of the Lord surrounding our home. This is the time that the church needs to be the church and we need to be able to give people, what does the Bible say? Be prepared to answer any question if someone asks you, what is the source of the hope within you? And we need to be prepared. And by doing that, I want to be the presence of the Lord. If I have to go out of the house, I ask that I can smell like Jesus. Let let us be the fragrance of Christ in this time. We need to use the time wisely. I got to be really careful. I cannot sit on my big rump and watch TV. We quit subscribing to Netflix a thousand years ago, but there are things on TV like we don't have any kind of cable service. We have the antenna, but there are things I can get from like Amazon or my Amazon Prime account. And it's just better for me not to just sit in front of the TV and watch television. It's not healthy for my mind or for my spirit man. And I think that's, important for us to use this time to put on the whole armor of God. You know how scripture tells us in Ephesians, the full armor of God, we've got to put it on. Be strong in the Lord and in might in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can make your stand against the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this world's darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that when the day of the evil one comes, you will be able to stand your ground and having done everything you can do, stand. Stand firm 
with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness on you, and with your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and with every kind of prayer and petition. To this end, stay alert with all perseverance in your prayers for all the saints. I'll tell you what, the body of Christ will rise up in this time. She's going to rise up. The body of Christ has never failed in 2,000 years. God has always clothed her with his presence. And when the world is suffering at its most, the bride of Christ shines the brightest. The church will prevail and the church will rise up in this perplexing and difficult time. She's done it for 2,000 years and if Jesus tarries, she'll do it for 2,000 more. Well, please know that I am praying and speaking blessings to you. I know some of you who subscribe. I am going to try to have a podcast every day. That's what's laid on my heart as long as we're in this quarantine. You probably don't have anything (laughs) too important to do. So maybe you're listening uh, for a little extra extended time. But I want to speak blessings to you. And I just want to pray with us and end out today's podcast with this prayer. Father God, you are mighty and you are faithful. You are beautiful beyond description. And you are too marvelous for words. And Father God, we ask in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus that you would clothe us with yourself. We are not weak. We are not frail. We are not foolish. And we are not blind. Because in Christ Jesus, we have everything that we need to sustain us and pull us through this circumstance. Oh, Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to be alive at such a time as this. Teach us, lead us, guide us, direct us. Show us what we're to do. We want to be your hands and your feet. And we ask all of these things in that perfect and excellent name above all names. Jesus. Amen. Amen. And blessings to you. And I'll see you tomorrow on Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. Blessings.